Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Right, welcome to Clitry the Best, a conversation with Rosie from Buff Condoms discussing of course condoms <laughs> hello how are you <laughs> hi I'm good thank you how are you yeah I'm good thank you getting through this mess <laughs> I know it's just one day at a time I think mm-hmm. for sure for sure do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself yeah yeah um, I'm Rosie I'm 27 and I'm uh, the founder of Buff Condoms so they're um gender and sexuality inclusive condoms that are being launched in February, February the 6th. Nice. Um, and yeah, and I'm just doing it as a side project. I work in fundraising most of the time. Nice. Um, so I'm just, just trying to, you know, launch some condoms on the side. Yeah, love it. That's a great idea. And especially, <laughs> I, I can imagine you've got lots of time at the moment when you're at home to plan and stuff. Yeah, to be honest, it's been nice to have a project. Mm. um just something to do because I can't see my friends or anything so yeah something to focus on <laughs> yeah well, exactly. what a great idea yeah what a great idea um so yeah how are they diff how are they more inclusive is it the branding um yeah how yeah yeah so they um that it's mainly branding that means that they're more inclusive so they're mm-hmm. just like a regular external condom mm-hmm. um which are often called male condoms and yeah. um basically it's it's that they're branded to say hey we know that not everyone who has a dick is a man yeah and we know that it that people who use condoms it doesn't always include someone with a dick mm-hmm. so we we just try and be as inclusive as possible um because when I was looking for condoms I found that they were either labeled male condoms mm-hmm. or um that you know they just there was like some things that I just thought I think these can be a bit more progressive um, and a bit more inclusive and uh, so that's basically it's mainly the branding so it it is still like what you typically expect from a condom Mm -hmm. it's just that you know people might not feel um, alienated or triggered in any way Mm -hmm. um, by by the packaging it's meant to be so that anyone can pick them up yeah um, and feel like that they're for them yeah, I have to say, like, when you do go into, like, drugstores and stuff like that, it is very divided still, quite dated, if you think about how everything is at the moment. Yeah. And, yeah, I have to say, I haven't seen a condom yet that is gender neutral, really. So that, I think, yeah, it's a really big thing. Great idea. Yeah. And I guess it opens up the con- the conversation as well, doesn't it? Like, if people see them, they're going to know, like, they're going to then say, oh, yeah, exactly. not everybody that has a penis, penis is male. Mm, yeah yeah just just that's it I think it's just so that and we want to end up in like high street stores so that Mm. you know this isn't a niche audience or anything you know this is this is just another version of normality for so many people Mm -hmm. and we want that to be celebrated um and just yeah just the the just another version of normal Mm. yeah what gave you the idea to make these um so I um 
well I was looking for condoms myself that were mm-hmm. vegan and compostable mm-hmm. and the I came across a brand and I won't like say the name of the brand but they um I was like great vegan compostable condoms and then on the front it said 12 male condoms yeah. and I was just a bit like are we still there like yeah especially with everything else it's very bad it's a very um they haven't caught up yet have they (laughs) no and I was a bit like these are these are like supposed to be the quote-unquote woke condoms Mm. and I was like and I like have a few like gender non-conforming friends and non-binary friends and I was Mm. like that would be so shit for them to yeah to have to to buy them to want to make an environmentally conscious decision Mm. but have to compromise and you know feel alienated by the branding mm. I just was a bit like we don't need like I'm sure there's there's got to be an alternative and I looked um I look, just kept looking and I couldn't mm. find any that were like hey we're for all genders yeah and so I just thought oh like I've got a lot of time on my hands I might <laughs> well I'll create them I'll solve the problem yeah, yeah. I remember seeing because slowly we're getting there with men- menstrual products like I saw that Totem yeah. Organic who they have some in boots and they do they're now doing gender neutral ones which is great and I know there's all the classic people that kick off about it and all this and like only women can menstruate and all this but no that I think it is really good because they're someone that like you say you hope to be in high streets and they're in the high street and then yeah because it's just it doesn't need to all be pink and colorful or blue and yeah. macho it's just, oh, we're over it now it's 2021 exactly <laughs> like, for a so while we, exactly and I I actually um founded a charity that is still running I just don't run it anymore oh, um, wow. called every month that's based in Manchester and what they do is they give packs of menstrual products to food banks in the area oh wow and um and I went through I think I I learned so much in that journey about mm. being inclusive like gender inclusive because we had so many people who were experiencing poverty um, who wanted our packs because they menstruate, but they weren't women. Mm. And I, and I was like, I definitely didn't know anything about it when I started that and that, that charity and that just taught me so much. And so I started to see what was happening in the, in the menstruation space. And I just thought this can happen in like sexual health. Like this needs to happen in sexual health. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's almost, you know more important that it does happen in sexual health I guess because it it's it's people's health yeah and um and I I just thought I'm I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna go that way eventually Mm. Mm. yeah I love everything that you put together like the video and the promo it's all great did you do it yourself or did you I hired someone to do that I could not do that (laughs) I was gonna say oh yeah it looks great I can't wait yeah it to go live and stuff um and we're launching with a 12 hour live stream of me reading erotic fiction amazing i love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you gonna be reading That's... it for the whole 12 hours yeah for 12 hours straight i don't know how but i'm gonna try <laughs> wow you're either gonna be like major turned on for that whole 12 hours or you're gonna be <laughs> fed up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it's probably going to be the more fed up one because I don't yeah. think I'm for 12 hours <laughs> god no yeah be exhausted wow I'll definitely try and tune in um thanks yeah yeah oh wow um so yeah how important do you think 
inclusivity is with contraception in general and what are your opinions I think I think it's so important I think that the easier we make the more inclusive we are Mm. the easier we make the pathway to contraception for people yeah um I think you know if if people are going to feel alienated by you know branding by health professionals um you know by like the stigma around um different types of contraception Mm. I think if people are going to feel alienated by that then they're less likely to to take ownership of their sexual health Mm. and I think it's so important that we do take ownership of our sexual health not just for ourselves but for our partners yeah for sure and I think they just put up unnecessary um, barriers like by separating us into genders it's just like you almost save time by not doing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I definitely yeah. feel that way. I feel like I don't think that we're, by saying that we're for all genders, that that means that we're just for non-binary people or we're mm. just for trans people. I think that literally means we're for everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I I just I just don't, I, like it, in 2021, it just doesn't seem, it it just doesn't seem like a clever business idea to say yeah exactly because you've got to do like two different branding two different packaging and printing yeah it's just yeah you're gonna make more money if you're inclusive (laughs) yeah that's what I just don't really understand and I Mm. I think there's definitely something something there and I I I I suspect that you know we won't be the only ones that this is the way we're Mm. moving and I hope this is the way we're moving because um it's just so important and I think you know sexual health is just so important that you kind of can't afford to be to be anything other than inclusive Mm. yeah because yeah it's important and it can be dangerous if you don't look after your sexual health or your health in general and yeah exactly yeah well where can our listeners find you if they want to check you out obviously you haven't launched yet but you do still have a so, social mm. yeah so we're at buff condoms on um on instagram and fa- uh not facebook twitter mm-hmm. um we're not on facebook because we're not old yeah. um, <laughs> that's not your market <laughs> no mm. um and um we will be launching on indiegogo so people will be able to pre-order them um and we have to raise ten thousand pounds in order to launch so if people if people could go to indiegogo that would be a real big help and just search for buff condoms amazing yeah i guess that is the way you've got to do it i never knew until recently into having social media that you can do like crowdfunders and stuff and to launch things like it's amazing yeah yeah it's a great great way to do things i think it's a really good way to like like people say like supporting small businesses and stuff Mm. and I think that's so important but I also think it's important to support people's ideas and like yeah and and crowdfunding is a really good way to do that it's because you get the product so you're you're getting something back but you're Mm. also saying like I believe in this product I believe in the idea behind it yeah and I I guess it's good for you as well because you then know that people are on board and you're not just shouting at nobody (laughs) exactly exactly Um, yeah Mm. yeah and 10 percent of our profits will be going to a charity called frontline aids Amazing. um so so it means that we get to actually do some like some good as well as 
mm. you know launching a business and making some money yeah that's lovely oh. has um how I always wondered how do vegan condoms work and stuff like that do they because so, obviously if they break down that you don't want them to break down yeah. so much that you they don't work <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was I so many people have said to me like yeah I don't think a compostable condom is for me and I'm like they don't break down for like four months (laughs) oh okay that's good yeah so you put pop them in the compost and they break down after about four months and so they do take some time yeah Um, but it's not like the hundreds and thousands of years that other condoms take oh really is that how long yeah something like like they never break down they just they just stay in the ocean and stuff um I know I know and so that that's then being compostable and then the vegan element is um normal condoms use a milk protein in them okay um and these are just made with like a synthetic protein oh I see oh yeah I'm so so, clueless on like ingredients wise which I again is an important point to make you should be you should not be because it's going on your body or in your body I know but I had no idea before this I literally was like I came up with the idea and then mm. I was deep into these like forums about different rubber suppliers in India and <laughs> I was like I, I had no idea and then I was in these like vegan forums who were talking about vegan condoms and I was just in a different totally different world to one that <laughs> I'd ever like inhabited before. Oh yeah I remember I was looking briefly at maybe like launching some lube or a toy and I was looking and it's just like another world like you can go on like abroad as well if you outsource it's just like the different materials and such like especially yeah. in lube which I didn't realize there's even if I have um, no idea about lube yeah there's something that makes people oh it's, it's gone out of my head but it's some chemical that some people don't get on with and they say you shouldn't have in it but then there's a natural version of that which is meant to be better but then some people say you still shouldn't have that and then if you don't have it in that it doesn't it doesn't it's not cast as lube I'm like oh this is too stressful you end up making a moisturizer yeah I just want to make a lube like oh just shove it on your face it'll work the same <laughs> oh god yeah yeah no um we've actually ended up going with a company based in Europe okay and nice. one thing that I like that I hadn't thought of and I guess I should have but like well one is brexit is gonna really fuck it up but who is is the the wages of the workers in the factory oh yeah because i guess do you have any you don't have any control over that well obviously who you pick yeah so the factory we found they pay them a living wage oh that's good um yeah which was great but it took a really long time to find that because we would find factories that could make vegan compostable Mm. condoms but then the workers were being paid like 3p uh, and I was just like oh <laughs> you can't really say it's eth- you can't really say it's an ethical condom when it's been produced by yeah. people who aren't getting paid properly and sadly there's quite a few um, people that so, do that because yeah, although absolutely. yeah although the materials are good for the environment the way they're made it's not exactly. good for the humans it's so it's it's there are so many different levels to it but I really think we've produced a product that um that is is can be said is ethical it's good for the environment and it's also like it's also really challenging some stigma and some mm. some just backwards thinking oh it's great all round yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's really nice great. I guess you know you can really sleep at night as well so no one's going to uncover you and find out you no. say you're vegan but 
<laughs> I know I know well we uh, honestly like the we were um so I have a business partner mm. and we can't get the vegan condoms to until we make the first big order so we wanted to send some out to influencers but we can't do that because we don't have the product um so so they were like it's fine we can just get some samples and I was like we cannot be sending out just normal (laughs) non-vegan condoms as samples when we're saying that we're (laughs) yeah that'd be a bit (laughs) so I think there are so many levels where you have to make sure that you're practicing what you preach Mm, yeah gotta be very thorough yeah mm. so are they gonna do you say they're gonna be on an online shop or are you gonna be putting them so into they'll shops? be on indiegogo indiegogo okay yeah and if you just search for buff condoms you can pre-order them oh amazing yeah so that will be good but um yeah. we're just we're also hoping to like because condoms get a bad rep not a bad mm-hmm. rep but like people often talk about them as being like a mood killer mm-hmm. um or like you know people don't like all my friends are like oh you use because I use condoms because I'm on medication that means that I can't be on any um any hormonal like birth control okay yeah and I had the the copper coil and I literally was in so much pain I I had to get it taken out oh Um, I have the marina coil and that cabinet put in oh my god (laughs) they they said to me that when they put it in, they dilated me half a centimetre. And I was like, that is half a centimetre. When I give birth, I'm going to have to get to 10 centimetres. And that yeah. is how painful half I a centimetre is. Literally, they got me to a centimetre and I had this big, I had this old man with big moustache and massive hands. And he was like, <laughs> put half his hand in me and he was like, oh, you're really tight. And I was like, this is so inappropriate. I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, God. And I was just, I, oh, I, the pain afterwards though, when they, like, well, when your body tries to flush it out of you. That's I when I, I, had to, I had to get it taken out because really? I went back two weeks later and I said, if you don't take it out, I'm going to take it out myself. With my <laughs> I'm going to rip it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was yeah. so painful. Mm. It, well, I'm I'm not, luckily, oh, it's great. It's a great thing. Um, mm. And I always try and like be optimistic. Like when people mm. say I'm getting the coil, like I don't want to put them off. I always want to yeah. be like, well done, good choice. But I'm always like, oh god, you're in for a ride. <laughs> yeah, well, mine eventually died down, and I haven't had a period in nearly three years. So, oh wow, for me it was a it was definitely worth it. But worth I am it. I am coming up soon. Well, I think it's four or five years where it gets taken out, and somebody said that can be worse. I was like. Worse oh really that. oh no taking <laughs> out was absolutely fine oh really oh, okay yeah it was absolutely fine getting it taken out okay good <laughs> that was fine oh, the oh, things we do friends, I know I I always think that I'm like I changed my boyfriend's um he had like a tablet and I changed mm. the screen of it to a picture of a coil because I was like I want you to feel pain and you're gonna you're gonna, and you can't feel any pain so I'm gonna make you look at a picture of a coil. You need to be reminded. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah but back to what we were saying with um some people I think you're gonna say also people with condoms oh, sometimes yeah. they're like oh it does the sensitivity or yeah a hundred percent but I always think it's because I I had no sexual education at school I went to a catholic mm. school oh wow yeah 
not much then. <laughs> so, <laughs> I not. We, we watched a video of a woman giving birth and they zoomed in on her ring, like a wedding ring. Oh, really? oh my God. Uh, <laughs> they were wow. like, don't forget, kids, she's married. <laughs> um, uh, wow. But I, yeah, I, so I had no like educated sexual education. So I w- went to university and was having sex and wasn't using condoms because mm. to me, you just, I could take the morning after pill to not get pregnant. And I never thought about the fact that sexually mm. transmitted diseases, you need a condom for them. Yeah. Like it yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that I think with people who are having sex with multiple partners or aren't getting tested regularly, like lots of things, I think, no, like condoms still serve a purpose. Yeah. And I think sadly, people don't really take condoms seriously until they've had an STI and then they're like oh I better should (laughs) yeah exactly well I had one guy be like to me like I won't have sex with you unless we use a condom and I was like well who is this loser like (laughs) (laughs) why and then my friend who didn't go to a Catholic school was like Rosie you're gonna catch something like Mm. it's not just and I was like oh yeah like it had never crossed my mind because I'd never been taught about it yeah and that's the worrying thing and like I don't know if they taught well they probably didn't teach abstinence if you had that video but they always say like the the schools where they do teach it they have like the highest pregnancy rates and it does it and because you're telling someone not to do something you're going to do it even harder yeah oh, unprotected yeah, <laughs> we were all having sex just none of us were using contraception mm-hmm. I like yeah. it it was it was and that was like the norm it was the norm to like I went to university thinking it was the norm to get the morning after pill really <gasps> yeah because I was it, that was just like yeah that was just my literally since I lost my virginity that was just like my routine it was like oh gotta go get the morning after pill that's crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. some people do use it as like almost like contraception but it can it's quite a heavy dose of hormones isn't it yeah definitely as, and as someone like I've got bipolar like I mm cannot be just taking like hormones like left right and center it's nice thing not healthy <laughs> yeah but like, oh I'm bored I'll just shove a morning after pill yeah exactly <laughs> I had a friend who told me that um they're really expensive in Australia the mm. morning after no the pill is really expensive okay and so she would not take the pill until mm. after she'd had sex and then take like three I was like oh that God. can't work either like that's not how it works no like we all need to be better educated and yeah. like and 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 I think like trying to make condoms cooler again mm. is is one way we can get people yeah I also didn't realize that they can use the marina coil as an emergency contraception Hey, future Evie here, just popping in to say I got it wrong. It's not the marina coil, it is the copper coil that you can put in and it will be emergency contraception. Bye. So like if you went to the Uh... doctor and said, I think I'm pregnant, they could either give you the morning after pill or shove the coil up there, which I didn't realise. Oh God, I take the morning after pill Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. God. (laughs) Gives me horrible flashbacks. Everybody's listening. (laughs) They are... Yeah, it's different for everybody. Yeah. And I know some people that have had it in and it was just a tiny, mini bit of pain. And I can hands down say it's worth every bit of pain. <laughs> yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and f- mm. 
and it's just taking taking control of your own sexual health isn't it yes for sure and uh, quite a few people is so common but endometriosis which I suffer with and that is the recommended like once you've had a laparoscopy and things like that the uh, marina coil is the thing that's recommended for pain and oh really yeah it's helped it helped me wonders because I feel like I've been on every contraception under the sun at this point um yeah but yeah this one is amazing well because I don't have a period there is no yeah pain it's oh, crazy great. yeah and unlike the pill which I think what is it something like you still release an egg I'm yeah maybe, I may be wrong but with the coil you don't so you're not um it's not meant to be damaging at all which is great okay. anyway we talk about condoms here this has turned into a, a um, coil appreciation <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. but yeah. also use condoms <laughs> yes because condo- other contraception does not protect you from sdis condoms no exactly exactly mm. Are you um, thinking about releasing like different types, like flavoured or ribbed or thin? Yeah, I think so. I think we just want to mm. get these ones out. Get the initial ones out. Get the initial ones out. And then I think like, and we'd like to go into lube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think initially like focusing on condoms and making them as inclusive as possible yeah. um, is what we're going to, we're going to focus on. So mm. I mean, just watch this space. Yeah, I can't wait to see them and try right. them. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you some. Yeah, for sure. I, no, I feel like I, I will buy them. I need to support. We need to support, support these small businesses. <laughs> I can't speak. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You have to. Yeah, I'll, I will pre-order. I can go on it, can't I? And for yes, this, again, it Indiegogo. is Indiegogo. Yeah, Indiegogo. Yeah. Oh well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. Thank yeah, it's you. It's been great. Me. Yeah. Oh, well, everybody, until next time, see ya. Bye. Bye.